So, welcome to the 1080C podcast. I'm Trevor Valentine. I'm Sophie Ryan. And we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman, the first one in 1984. So, um, Sophie, go ahead, give your early thoughts after watching it. Okay. So, if we're starting with 1984 as the most recent, uh, what a show. This is a combination of like seven plot points and then none of them are finished. Yeah. That That's just like what I took away from it. But if we're talking about the first one, I think that it is one of the best DC movies, I would say. Like current DC movies because yeah. it treats Wonder Woman as a character. And I think that's really important. What did you think? Um. I definitely agree with like Wonder Woman, the first one especially being one of the better DC movies, but I definitely agree with you on the second for the second movie. It's just kind of like, what the hell happened? They just kind of like the script is just kind of all over the place. It's not sure what they want to do for most right. of the movie. Like there's there's like it's like I think the common thing between like bad superhero movies is they just have too much going on. Right. Wonder Woman is definitely like there's this we didn't do a spoiler <laughs> oh yeah by the way if if you haven't seen either of the Wonder Woman movies it probably shouldn't watch if you care about spoilers <laughs> but yeah. if but like it's just got too much going on like at, like the first 15 minutes I was like this is cute this is fun I know and then like I liked I like Kristen Wiig in the movie <laughs> But outside of that, I was just kind of like, okay, like, where is this going? Why is Kristen Wiig, like, in the movie for, like, 15 minutes? And then, like, (laughs) because, like, she's introduced, right? She's set up to be, like, the villain, but she's not. And then, like, she's just kind of gone. And she's supposed to be, like, the antithesis of Wonder Woman, right? But, like, it doesn't matter because, like, she's not really there yeah like she just kind of shows up in the last half of the movie it's like right i'm gonna be a bad guy now like what the fuck? <laughs> right and she's like Catwoman, but not and you're like ooh, cheetah and like and yeah like the effects on i had a feel because like it reminded me of cats i haven't seen that movie because that movie freaked me out when i saw the trailer but right right like she, like she should have been in cats or something like yeah and see, like, in the first half, I was like, I like Kristen Wiig in this movie, you know? Like, I mean, they're trying to play her as, like, the stereotypical, like, oh, Gal Gadot is, like, the hot friend. And then we got Kristen Wiig, who's the smart but not hot friend, which I disagree with, by the way. I think Kristen Right. Kristen Wiig is hot. Is hot. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty hot in, in Wonder Woman 84. But, like, I, it just didn't. And then, like, the whole like stone plot line, I I don't know who came up with that. <laughs> Is it like a DC thing, maybe? Uh, but I have no idea. Like it just comes out of like I was like, I heard the plot was dumb before I watched it, and then I was like, ain't no, there's no way they're gonna do this. Like no way, and this dead ass like. Yeah, I wish this would happen. And then it happens. 
this rock actually works. Right. And then big boy, bad businessman, main villain. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Pedro it, Pascal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, um, he's like the embodiment of the stone. He really like, so like the thing is like with genies is like you have three wishes Mm -hmm. and this man he did the ultimate cheat which is like getting unlimited wishes yeah and also the way that he does it is like he's always like don't you wish for this and it's just (laughs) like it feels weird it just like the whole movie it just kind of doesn't feel like it knows what it wants to be like Right, it's it's like seven things just like yeah. smashed in there. Like I guess I guess to be a little bit positive, like I like the colors in the movie. Like the colors really popped, but it, I just wish the plot was a. <laughs> right there, there are a couple things where like I was like, yes, cheesy '80s superhero, like the mall scene. Like yeah, yeah okay, like the the CGI was like. But yeah. it just had that like sense of like cheesiness that like I just really enjoyed actually, yeah. and like. And then um, just like especially the scene that sticks out to me the most in terms of bad visual effects is the scene where they're like on the road. I like I made a few years ago. I've watched Justice League, and I don't recommend that movie. That's a terrible movie. Bad but like. Movie. You could see the, like where the green screen began and where it ended, and it was the mm-hmm. same for Wonder Woman. And I was like, "How did this up twice?" Like, I just, I just don't get it. I don't know how you messed that up. Like, it just looks really bad. Like, you'll yeah. see like a. I think they put it in the trailer. See, they knew to hide that in the trailer. They didn't even try to extend it for that long. They were like, "Nope." We need to get rid of this as soon as possible. Don't show this. It just looks so bad. Like, yeah. And then it's like the scene where she's like running, oh. but you can like tell that she's running in place. Like, it, it would be so easy to just like have like a treadmill. Maybe that would just like yeah. give an illusion of something. But and then, like in the movie, she like just she comes up with new powers just randomly like yeah yeah and like there's no like introduction to them at the beginning either so it's not like a payoff thing she just like she mentions it and then she does it and it's she's like oh yeah i can fly now like where did that come from my dad could turn things invisible i think i can and then like does it like i don't don't think that bothered me as much because it's like it's a it's a dumb superhero movie i'm not really expecting right but like like you can't give me any explanation like i woke up in the middle of the night and i remembered that i had telekinesis so let me see if i can try that real quick that's basically what it was like right i i just i don't know i don't know who's to blame for this like i like jenkins i don't she's i don't know it may be studio interference, but I feel like Warner Brothers has learned enough, especially with like Suicide Squad and Batman, Batman. versus Superman. Yeah, like I feel like they would have learned their lesson by now to not around with the footage and stuff. But 
I'm no. this is one of the few movies I was kind of glad I didn't pay to watch it because it was on HBO Max. I mean, technically you pay for a subscription service, but right. I, I think I would have been upset if I went to the movies and paid like a $12 ticket for two and a yeah. half hours. Cause like that's another thing. This movie is long. When I don't know every like this is my general rule of thumb. Like superhero movies. Unless you're like Avengers, I guess. Even that kind of drags a little bit. Right. Like, it should not be over two hours. <laughs> right. And like, it takes forever to get anywhere in this film. We have the action scene in the beginning, and then like, nothing for like an hour. Yeah, I I just don't. It's just like, it's just happening. Like, oh, this happens and then this happens and then we have Steve Trevor coming back and we have this going on and like where's the focus can we talk about that for a second because this man is in some other man's body right yeah threw me off and like there's no they don't like talk i mean like they talk about it like when it first happens but like not really and then just like never worry yeah it's just chris pine for the rest of the movie and i'm like wait he's in another dude's body technically so how does this yeah and And i think like they should have clarified at the end too when um wonder woman like relinquishes her wish and like he goes away and i just wanted something i don't know i think this movie should have been about one thing (laughs) yeah but like this stone like the stone like plot line and the cheetah plot line are both big enough to cover one movie i don't know right whose idea was to like we're gonna try to put both of them in the same movie because I feel like there's a compelling story underneath all this. Like exactly, you you have the stone, like that mm. you could wish anything with, which is very dangerous, obviously. And then you've got Cheetah, who is supposed to be like the Wonder Woman rival, like yeah, Venom to Spider Man, I think, yeah. and like I, I just don't I don't separate them out yeah like i just don't i feel like if they they should have had Kristen wig as cheetah but don't turn her into cheetah yet save that for the next movie because they're gonna make right a like a little one. tease right at the yeah, end like, and that would be like what yeah yeah that, that'd be way better because i feel like audiences because a lot of people i talk to that have watched this movie are like this is not very good and it's really long I it's like two, it's two hours and 30 minutes and right. nothing ha- it's not like I'm watching like movies I expect to be long and there's like a payoff it's two hours and 30 minutes and you what you finish and you're like what the f- did I just watch like right Pedro Pascal like I think he was the only person that realized like what movie because he was hamming it up pretty like pretty hard yeah but I Gal Gadot, I I don't know if when she recorded that uh, singing that Imagine video, if like her acting skills just deteriorated after that because she was never like she was never that great to begin with as an actress, but like 
it's just real like some of the line delivery is so flat it's flat and she rambles about nothing the ending speech where it, i mentioned before she mm. just fucking she just just says like empty words just like life is beautiful and truth <laughs> is beautiful and <laughs> And it's like it's stupid and it means nothing. Like I get I get what they were trying to go for. I guess they were trying to go for like, you know how like at the end of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, he does like a little monologue and it like, I'm Peter Parker, you know, I'm Spider-Man. I've gotta keep doing this. And like it works, but it it just feels empty <laughs> in right. Wonder Woman 84. Like I Oh, it's just just an aggravating movie to watch. Should we talk about the first one? Yeah, on a more positive note, we should switch to the first one. Because I actually like that movie quite a bit. Like, when I first saw it, I didn't... I was like, okay, this is cool. And, like, it has some really good scenes in it. Like, the scene where uh, basically, like, the World War One scene is like, no man can cross this... And then, like, she gets her shield. I think that's a really cool scene. And, like, yeah. it's a nice heroic moment. And they put the, like, Hans Zimmer score behind it. And it really builds up. But I, I, other than that, like, I've, obviously, everybody's main complaint is, like, Ares, the Harry Potter dude. I think that's, like, Ron's dad or something. Something like that. I don't remember. But... he's probably the weakest part like I feel like if the movie just kind of ended without that huge battle probably would have been better but it's a pretty good like it's it's tolerable it doesn't feel too long like there's an actual actual chemistry between the actors right there's one plot and things occur because of it and happen during it Wonder Woman has an arc in this in the first movie and she completes it and like we see that in her character but and like that is really like important to Mm. having a good movie i think and that's where 1984 misses out because wonder woman doesn't change she doesn't learn anything from this journey that she's going on like like what they could have done what what I thought they were going to do when I saw the first trailer, I was like, oh, we're going to get like a movie where like Wonder Woman has to learn to let go of the past and move forward and whatnot. Right. Because that would make sense. Yeah. But they just kind of like, I guess they forgot halfway through. It was like, it, we're just going to make whatever. Just keep it going. I don't know what's going on. You're doing great, gal. Just keep going, babe. You got it. <laughs> I just I I wish she was a better actress so much because like she I she's in what what other movie have I seen her in she's in like I think the fifth Fast and Furious movie but she doesn't have a lot to do in that movie and that movie's kind of dumb to begin with so I'm not really expecting I'm pretty sure all the women in those movies are just there to look hot so yeah for the most part yeah pretty much but like even in the first movie like she had her moments like right like she was pretty good for the first movie i would like to think but in this it's just like what happened 
I don't know. Maybe they changed like I don't know. Maybe she had an acting coach in the first movie, or I don't mm. know. But... That's a good theory because it was like her first like breakout role, right? Yeah, pretty much. So. But I, I just, I it makes me kind of worried. Like, I well, I just got off topic. Back to Wonder Woman eighty four. <laughs> Once now you're again. good. But like, it just makes me worried for the rest of DC movies, especially because it's been kind of hit or miss. Like, I like Shazam, Suicide mm. Squad. I I can't even finish that. Uh, Man of Steel is just boring. Batman vs Superman. Bad. It's, it's boring. Like it's super long, and it's almost the same problem as Wonder Woman eighty four. She's just trying to do too much. Right. And then, like, first Wonder Woman is pretty good. Like, it's a decent film. Like, obviously, they kind of like they were like, "Yo, Captain Captain America one, Thor one. Let's put these two in a blender." And like, that's not it's not bad. But it's just I don't know, I don't know what changed in between the first and second movie. But it's just like a huge drop. I think maybe that in a way the avengers like completed like a cycle between mm. when the last wonder woman came out and now and i feel like as like marvel versus dc is such this big thing mm. that dc is struggling to keep up and like having this pressure of wonder woman actually doing pretty well um they were pressured and like rushed into making the next one possibly and this is what we get that's kind of how like the whole movie it feels rushed like i don't know it it just feels i'm kind of glad like they delayed it because of covid and everything but it just it's bad when you delay a movie and it still feels rushed and that's how the whole movie felt basically right I think the only DC movie that I have hype for, even a little bit of anticipation for, is this Batman movie. And maybe that's because I know it's not connected to anything. They're just letting Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson just kind of go crazy. Just kind of let. Dude, my boy R. Pat is about to pop off as Batman. No, everybody. I'm in a um, online. I remember when the casting got announced. People were like. The Twilight guy, and like people, that, I guess people that don't watch a whole lot of movies, I guess I was like, you guys haven't seen Good Time or The Lighthouse. He's a great actor. He's fantastic. I watched Tenet. This is completely mm-hmm. off topic. I watched Tenet like a week ago, and that's the real long one, isn't it? Yeah, it's like two and a half hours, but it's fun. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm a simple. I'm a simple person. I like dumb action movies where a filmmaker just kind of goes crazy and are trying all these new camera techniques. It's cool. Like, but obviously it's like no plot. The plot is very confusing. <laughs> I, I but that that's another conversation for another time. But I hope I I really hope this doesn't show because like they have that Suicide Squad movie coming out, which is supposed to be like a huge rebranding. 
So I hope Wonder Again. Woman is not the, yeah, that no more Jared Leto, I guess. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. But this is another off topic thing. That movie is Suicide Squad is probably one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen in my life. There's a, like text that blends into the background and there's a yeah. whole bunch of like jump cuts. That movie gives me a headache. The best cinema. (laughs) I remember, off topic once again, I remember when that movie came out and I worked at a fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. and everybody was really hype. Like people were coming to my job and they were dressed in like Joker and Harley Quinn makeup and whatnot. Right. Yeah, it was the the edgy kid's dream, bro. (laughs) 21 Pilots made a song for it. All the emo kids were popping off. Yeah, it definitely definitely popped off. I feel like they made that whole movie uh, just for like a hot topic ad. Like it That is a fantastic theory. I think they I think they advertised it like that. I'm pretty sure they did. Like they had like, like you said, they had 21 Pilots song, and I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, w- I kind of wish Wonder Woman had like a, like a bad pop song to go with it. See, with the 80s, they could have done that. Yeah. And I feel like part of the problem that I have with this movie is that, like, besides, like, the beginning at the mall, I really mm-hmm. don't and like occasionally like what they're wearing and that kind of thing i just really don't feel like it's not shoehorning the 80s in enough for me yeah definitely definitely i would like cheesy music i would like i don't know just more yeah i i just i it's just a frustrating movie to watch sometimes it's just like I don't know what's going on half the time. And right, I, I was, to... oh, go ahead. You go. I knew it was bad. Like, you, when the, it's the thing with bad movies, like, I start going to sleep during them. A superhero movie should never put me to sleep. There's only two superhero movies that have done that Thor 2 and Wonder Woman 1984. Those are the two movies that <laughs> put me to sleep. I've got Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor Ragnarok, and I think that's it. Those ones, I've never made it past the beginning. Dang. You give (laughs) Guardians 2 another shot. I I actually like that movie quite a bit. It's not even that it's boring. I, like, I dated a guy who had put on Marvel movies to, like, Mm. fall asleep to. So, like, now I'm conditioned. I'm, like, Pavlov's <laughs> dog. So, like, every time Guardians 2 comes on, I, like, instantly go to bed. It's just how you it just is now. You hear the Marvel Studio sound, and you're like... Right. I gotta go. Nap. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. It's got some... It's probably got the best cinematography out of all the MCU movies because they make it pretty colorful. I think we're getting... And we're getting another guest. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Surprise entry. He's coming through. I'm going to have to drop this uh, link. 
right, it's connecting. My laptop sounds like it's about to take off. Oh gosh, that, that's why I had to buy a webcam for this because I was like, I can't record this on my MacBook because I feel like my MacBook would explode trying to have all this stuff open. But I feel like I don't even have that much open. Yeah, I have like, I have a bunch of stuff because <laughs> I'm trying to record. But you go, what's what's popping, man? What's popping? Hello, I'm here for the my cam set up. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello, hello. Okay. Yep. Uh, are we discussing Wonder Woman? We are. We are. Okay, but um, you go. Give your thoughts on Wonder Woman, either one. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're talking about either one. Okay, I'm more. I have more vocal thoughts on 1984. Than As Wonder did Woman we. One. Yeah. I mean, Wonder Woman One is yeah. Wonder Woman One is, is it's okay. I think that it's good up until the third act. Uh, I have some talking points on that. But for 1984, uh, I think that one was quite a interesting experience. Uh, mainly because, I mean, I won't say it's bad, but it was questionable in some areas and some choices. The plot felt kind of um, shaky, like there's a bunch of ideas that sound cool on paper, but weren't really fleshed out enough for the movie itself. Um, I did like uh, the aesthetic. I thought 1984 was a cool setting and everything. Um, but like I said, the plot itself just feels like there was a bunch of ideas that kind of go against each other because they're not really fleshed out. Mainly the whole wish dream stone? Is that wish stone they called it? Yeah. yeah. Wish stone. Um, Max Lord as a villain I thought was a good antagonist. Um, though I felt like Cheetah was kind of, even though she had, she felt like she didn't really need to be there. Uh, she was more there just for the spectacle. Um, Wonder Woman herself was an interesting character. Um, and I like the relationship with Steve. So I'm kind of picky on think, how they brought him back into the story. Do you think that, like, as a character, Wonder Woman, because the first one, obviously, like, she has to learn how to navigate, like, this world that she's never been a part of. And, like, that is, like, really crucial to part of the story of the first Wonder Woman. Do you mm-hmm. think that she undergoes some sort of arc in the second one? Because... Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Mainly that being that she has to learn to um, put people first because obviously she has temptation through the fact that Steve comes back, but she has to give him up to save the world and get her power back, which I thought was a compelling arc. Like giving up your own selfish desires for the greater good. Uh, she definitely does have a lot of like, you know, hero moments in this movie. That's a funny thing. A lot of superhero stories nowadays are just all about action. You don't really see the heroes actually saving people and i thought that was something this movie actually did really well um other than that i talked about the villains talk about her talk about the story uh yeah all in all i like the message it's going for to promote um trying to do things for the greater good and not all being selfish it's just that the plot itself had some very shaky moments uh that kind of diluted that but the message overall was definitely heartwarming and hopeful so you know Mixed bag, I guess, is the best way to put it all. I'm really glad that you popped in because Trevor and I just spent like 20 minutes just absolutely taking a <laughs> on this movie. Yeah. And you came in with, oh, hell yeah. No, I, I, I enjoy it. I think that it's nice to, to have a different perspective on it because I definitely like 
did not feel like there was as important of an arc for Wonder Woman, but I definitely see where you're mm. coming from, where like her having to learn how to make this sacrifice is is an arc, obviously, but I don't know. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, we, we really did. <laughs> we did. We really did take a f***ing massive on this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it def- definitely has some weird shaky stuff going on in it um, that makes me wonder, like, what they're going on in the right room. But, yeah, like, um, did you guys talk about, because there's some plot stuff I can get into. Uh, mainly one of them is the golden armor, I think is what they called it. Because I remember they set that up. Right, how it was just wrapped up and she just, like, happened upon it. it. (laughs) And then, like, in the final act, she just kind of has it. And it felt like it didn't really need to be there. Like, it just kind of wanted to be like, oh, Wonder Woman's got a new design. Well, I think the point of that was, like, it was because she didn't have her powers back yet. Right? I thought she had her powers back at that point. I might be wrong. Um, I I think, like... She revoked her wish. But I might be wrong. So I think, like, she, like, said goodbye to Steve, right, but didn't revoke mm-hmm. her wish at that point, or they didn't make it clear enough that oh, okay. she did. I think she just said goodbye, and then I think she revokes her wish, like, when she is finally facing up with Cheetah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um cheetah herself i don't really did they explain why she became a cheetah i felt like i missed a scene uh because she kind of just had one she was just suddenly she wanted to be an apex that was that was weird uh right yeah yeah. no she was just like i want to be just like diana and then like (laughs) she just turned into a, a cheetah i guess i don't really remember that's kind of that part of the movie is a little bit of a blur for me. So, <laughs> yeah, no, there are definitely some parts where I was like doing something else. Like, I just was like, nope, I'm not interested. Yeah. It's definitely like, I think if I had a choice of movies that I could watch, like put on just in the background, like it's a good background noise movie, I guess. Like, somebody came in the room, like, oh, yo, what are you watching? Yeah, I'm watching the new Wonder Woman, bro. Like, it's just kind of on. That's kind of how I felt watching it the whole time because I wasn't paying 100% attention. Like, I tried to. I was on my phone. But, hey, it's it's okay, I guess. Mm -hmm. Trevor and I discussed how it felt like um, the Stone and Cheetah probably should have been two separate movies. How do you feel about that? Oh, most certainly. Like, I feel like Max Lord and the Dreams Wishstone story and Cheetah's story could have been two completely different things. But at the very least, like, set up Cheetah, then have her come back in another movie, because she really didn't have to be there, and I feel like she took some screen time. Because Max right. Lord, I actually did like him as the antagonist. Um, I liked his whole working his way up through greed. Then he ultimately, instead of having to be, like, just blown up or something, he just he finds solace through his son. I thought that was nice. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Cheetah really just distracted from all that. Right, and she really wasn't in it all that much. Uh, yeah. Hey, Kristen Wiig got the check though, so. I yes, guess. she did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought uh, 
that I definitely agree with that point. Like it, I don't know why they tried to force it into one movie. I guess because they wanted like a big superhero fight scene, superhero versus supervillain at the end. So they right, like, they wanted mm-hmm. like the Batman v Sur- Superman like yeah big fight. Hey, and that's like exactly what I complained about with like the, the last one because I thought the last one was really good up until the third act where it just turns into like God of War with Ares showing up and they're like shooting lasers and stuff and I'm like am I watching a different movie? It just felt really out of nowhere but um, that's kind of what happened with like Cheetah to a lesser degree I think in this yeah. one. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We talked about that a little bit I think how like people's biggest problems with the first one was Ares yeah. and they just kind of they did it again it seems like they're just like we didn't learn our lesson just they have a formula there. yeah I mean Patty Jenkins I think she said in an interview about the first movie she was like I didn't want the fight the huge fight scene to be at the end of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. Warner Brothers told me I had to put that in there so I don't know if yeah, it was I the same. I can definitely see that being a video thing. Yeah. Like, we got to sell these toys, man. You, <laughs> we got to put the action scene at the very end so the kids are like, yo, mom, I want I want this Aries action figure. Like, I I just don't, I don't get it. It's, it's that and then mm-hmm. like the, oh my God, I completely forgot my point. Hold on. It's gone. Vanished. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't know. I feel like I don't. I just I don't get like this is a problem with a lot of superhero movies nowadays. I feel like that insistence on like you have to end with an action, like a huge action action scene, basically. Like when we think about like great superhero movies, whether it be like Spider Man Two or uh, The Dark Knight. They don't really have like a huge like earth shattering battle at the end. Like it's it's much more personal. It's like the character arcs kind of come to a head at the end, basically. Right. And I don't know if it's they just want to try to copy, but even like Marvel movies don't end like that. I don't know. I guess DC is just trying so hard to be different that they're like it's hey, detrimental. Yeah, it's it's hurting the film overall. We've been trying to shove in a third act fight scene. I I don't get it. Did you see the the rumor that they were gonna cut like one of the intros? I did not see that. They oh yeah, because uh, there's uh the two intros, the one with a young Wonder Woman and the one where she's in the mall, right? Yeah, so like um, the Olympic esque, and then gotcha. um the mall they like told patty to like cut one i think the olympic scene and she was like no so yeah that did feel really weird oh go ahead my bad like all it sets up is the well all it like sets up is like the golden armor which could have been introduced in any other scene uh but yeah like that's about it so i think they just wanted to use young diana's actress to get her another like paying role or something because that's the only (laughs) I could see them including that. Pretty much, like get that kid a f-ing check, bro. <laughs> like, 
Like that felt real. Yeah. I, I just remembered that how weird that felt because they try to like intercut between the two, and it's really weird. Like, I two intros. I, I just don't. I, I can see why they wanted her to cut one, and she was like, "Nah, uh, I'm good. I'm gonna leave them both in." Yeah, right. it, just, it reminds me because um, just like two days ago, I watched um another movie with this same problem, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man Two. Like this is like hey. the second time watching it. That movie has like two intros as well. Now that I think about it, it has because it opens on um. Have you guys seen it? Yes. Uh, okay, because okay. it opens it opens on a um, scene in which Peter's parents have like left him at the house. And they've gone on the plane, and then you have this big epic action fight scene with some secret agent meant to assassinate them. Uh, and then right after that, it cuts to um, Peter like just swinging through the city and like stalking a rhino. And I'm just sitting here like, why? And after the movie, I'm like, why was that plane scene in it? Because like his parents really, their story doesn't matter at all in the in the, in the movie. Yeah. So they could have just cut that and opened on the shot of Peter like fighting the rhino. And I feel like they just wanted a cool action scene or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. A lot of movies seem to suffer from that overextended prolonged problem. That's a, I that's, agree. A, that's a really good comparison. I completely forgot about that scene with Peter Parker's parents. That's such a mouthful mm-hmm. of words, by the way. But I I completely forgot about that scene where it's like it turns into like a, a spy movie. <laughs> We have to save a whole episode for the Amazing yeah, Spider-Man right. Two. We got to cover the whole fucking series. Because I, that's that's a whole nother can of worms. So I'm not trying to open. But yeah, that's a that's a really good comparison because there's two intros in that movie and there's two intros in Wonder Woman. Both of those movies have too much going on. There's like multiple villains, and it just kind of happens. It's like none of it matters. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really good comparison. Yeah. (laughs) That means that it's time to go. Yep. So I guess we'll do. Yeah. I guess we'll do outros real quick. So. um, All right then. Whoever wants to go first, I guess. So what would you call like outros? I guess you can just like. I just forgot my own segment that I came up with. So at the end of the show, basically, just like we can recommend something, it can be anything. It can be a movie, TV show, serial brand. It doesn't matter. Just recommend. I want to try and recommend something every time we get together. All right, then. Well, I can recommend. I'll recommend something. Is that okay? Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead. Go for it. All right. It is a uh, little favorite series of mine. It is a six-episode miniseries called FLCL, uh, just the letters FLCL. It stands for Fully Cooly, which I don't know what that means, but that's what it's called. point is, it's a uh, six-episode animated series. Um, it is completely bonkers. I, I can't really describe it. It doesn't really have a plot. Its whole plot is that just crazy stuff happens involving robots, uh, guitars, and all kinds of crazy nonsense. You know, just it's about a uh, young, down-to-earth, like, uh, middle school kid 
He thinks his life is boring. Then everything just goes crazy when this random girl from space shows up. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It has good animation. The creator of the story just kind of wanted to put a bunch of crazy stuff he liked in his life, like guitars and sci-fi on screen. And so he went with his gut, and it turned out pretty good. So I would recommend that, definitely. Um, Sophie? Sure. Um, I will recommend um, a good, nice, warm bath to close out your day. I do enjoy a good, warm (laughs) bath when I'm nice and achy. I know that uh, these are stressful times right now. So do yourself a little relaxing. Maybe read a book in the tub, you know. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I guess I'll go ahead and recommend. Uh, uh, I played that uh, Spider-Man game not too long ago, Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales on PlayStation Four and Five. It's a really fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a good story. I like swinging around the city, so it's kind of like a boyhood dream, I guess, come to life. But yep. yeah, that's what I'll I'll recommend. I think it's like what forty dollars, so uh, forty or fifty, I don't remember. But I'll, I'll recommend that if if anybody's able to, you know. So definitely. Yep. All right. So this has been the 1080C podcast. Um, we're bi-weekly, so when is the next? I guess we'll work that out later. But uh, <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Adios. Bye.